Hello, and welcome to Getting to Know ACS with Tracy. And Jasmine. So today we're going to do something a little bit different, Jasmine. Um, April is month of the military chi- uh, month of the military child, but it's also Child Abuse Awareness Month. Yeah. So this one is going to be a little different because we're going to be a little more serious than we normally are. We will try. We will no, try. I'm just I'm just <laughs> See, we had to get our, our joke in. Right. So today we're going to be talking about child abuse, child yeah. abuse awareness. So one of the things that we're going to talk about with child abuse awareness is shaken baby syndrome. Mm-hmm. So part of what we do at ACS, we not only want to um, educate you, but we also want to be preventative. You know, give you some tips on how to prevent being on the other side of family advocacy. So, you know, where you're mandated or where you end up getting in trouble. So some of the things with child abuse um, awareness is shaking baby. Mm -hmm. So our guest today. It's a baby. It's a baby. (laughs) That shows its brain. So, yes. And that's, you know, we're going to show you what happens when you shake a baby. Okay. So when we think about shaking babies. What do you think about, Jasmine, when someone says shaking baby syndrome, what do you think happens? Uh, Like you just toss their little brain around, like you just shook them so hard that their head's just like, help. (laughs) Like, help. But why do you shake a baby? Why why would you think people shake a baby? Uh, Gosh, frustration. You know, if you have a colicky baby who just won't stop crying, you can build that frustration if you can't get away from the situation. You know, maybe... Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens. So, you know, imagine. And I'm just going to let this baby cry for a second. I mean. Because, you know, but this is what happens Mm -hmm. when people are frustrated. Like you said, they're frustrated. The baby's crying. The baby's cocky. They may be doing some purple crying or something like that. Mm -hmm. But out of that frustration, they will pick up their child and shake it. Yeah. And you, you mentioned that, you know, it's a really hard shake. But it doesn't necessarily have to be a really hard shake. Oh, really? No. So, do you want to try and see, you want to make this baby stop crying? Like coddling it. Like <laughs> You're frustrated. Uh, Give us a demonstration of what happened. So, what do I, I just shake it? Yeah. Pick it up and shake it. I'm scared. Oh, my God. I just created a psychopath. It's the happy and the sad. And, oh, no. I Oh, no. See? I ruined my baby. But how long did it take you to make the baby stop crying? Like three seconds. Three seconds. That's That's all it takes. So when you pick up a child out of frustration like that, it's just a matter of seconds before you start causing damage. So for those of you who are watching us on YouTube, you can see on our baby, our baby's head is lit up. It's Mm -hmm. like lit up like a Christmas tree right now. Yeah. So what happens... When the back of the head lights up, that area is where the child's vision is at. This, the back of the head controls what they see. So this area, if they damage this, when the head lit up in the back, that means that their vision has been impaired or they can, be, or they can end up being blind, okay? okay? The vision impairment that happens, there's no correction, all right? Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a lifelong thing. When the side of the head lit up, that's their motor skills. So a baby that could sit up, you could have it sitting up and all of a sudden it topples over, okay? Or a baby that could crawl, can no longer crawl because their motor skills have been um, affected by that portion of the brain. And then on the front of the head, the front lobe, that's where our emotions are and that's where our thinking process is at. Mm -hmm. And so when this front area lit up, 
the emotions, the baby stops crying because it's like, okay, I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. You know, I'm sad, but I can't express that sadness. I'm happy. I can't express that happiness. All this happens just from that simple shake within less than three seconds. Right. Okay. So we want to make sure that people understand it's not okay to shake a child. Right. When you're frustrated, you want to, you know, leave the baby, go set the baby down somewhere Mm -hmm. safe and let the baby cry. Yeah. Because have you ever known a baby to die from crying alone? I have not. So, look, you're all... That that really messed you up, shaking that baby, didn't it? I don't shake babies, so... So that's insane. It is. And, you know, the thing about it, you know, like I said, you just pick up a baby thinking, okay, I'm just frustrated, I'm going to shake it. But the fact of the matter is that... One in four children that are shaken like that will actually die from being shaken. The other three are going to be severely disabled. They're going to require care for the rest of their life. You know, they're going to, their life expectancy Mm -hmm. is going to be lowered. They're not going to, they're not going to really have a quality of life, should we say. So this is something, you know, this is something that, if you're a spouse, you probably, unless you've had a child, you probably have never actually seen this or seen the videos. Because I know when um, people are pregnant and they're going through their prenatal stuff, they will give you information about shaking baby. Mm-hmm. But this is something that we actually do. Our family advocacy program will go out to the units. And part of the domestic violence briefing, we have a section on child abuse. And we will actually demonstrate what happens when you shake a baby right right and it comes up so much you know it's like i didn't know and sometimes it could be anger but sometimes when you're shaking a baby it just you know when it happens it could be just a matter of i wasn't trying to hurt my baby right but i actually end up hurting my baby so we don't want to shake our baby. So the lesson is don't shake your baby. And there's lots of programs, right, that will help when you're frustrated. Because, like, let's say you just had a baby, your husband's deployed, it's just you, you have a toddler who's asking for all kinds of things like crackers and look at my picture and do this and do that, and you're just, like, all overwhelmed. There's programs that will help. Like, you can just call the Family Advocacy Program, and we can help. And we can give you those you know, resources. Yeah, to, to at least give you a break. Like, we got to get you to calm down, right? Exactly. But I like that you, one of the things that you just mentioned is that a toddler, a lot of people are under the misconception that shaking baby only happens to infants. But the truth of the matter is, shaking baby can happen to a child all the way up to the age of three. What? Yes, yes. You can shake a, a, a toddler, and they can also suffer the effects from shaking baby. Oh, I didn't know that. So exactly, because like I said, because it's called shaking baby, a lot of times people think, oh, it's, it's a baby. Yeah. You know, once they get bigger, let me shake them. No, <laughs> don't shake. <laughs> don't don't shake your children. That is mm-hmm. a form of child abuse. And if you are ever in a situation, you know, like uh, Jasmine said, just give us a call at ACS. And we can give you resources mm-hmm. for someone who can come out and help you. You know, and that's part of, if you go back to a couple of episodes, um, Jessica yeah. um, from New Parent Support, they can come and talk to you about shaking baby and, and trying to get you um, help. Because even with the um, 
Child Crisis Center here in El Paso, which yeah. we we have a, a MOU, which is a Memorandum of Understanding with them. Um, you can actually take, you know, when you're frustrated, mm -hmm. you can go to the Child Crisis Center and they yeah. will give you resources and help you just to get you some time off and stuff. So, And I want to mention, because I feel like their name does not do them justice. Like, people think the worst of this program and the program is actually really, like, every time I speak to them, I'm just like, you guys do what? Right. Right. They offer so much, mm, not, not associated, like... Just help. They just, they're just, yeah. they're there to help. But I feel know. like the name is like, oh, if I take them there, that means I'm yeah, in trouble it's a or something. Yeah, No, so. but they offer, you know, and just like us, they offer parenting classes too mm -hmm. um, for those who are not in the military. But we, like I said, we do have a memorandum of understanding. So we do work hand in hand with the Child Crisis yes, Center yes. Um, because, you know, with ACS, we don't deal with uh, child abuse. So, you know, if you suspect child abuse, of course you can call us and we will give you information. But right. do keep in mind that in Texas, in the state of Texas, everybody is a mandated reporter for child abuse. Yes. And how do you report? Ask me. Oh. <laughs> well, are you asking yourself? Yes. Oh, no. Tell me how you report. So, good question, Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> so how you report? You can report, of course, you can call um, the child abuse hotline. Yeah. And that number is 1-800-252-5400. For those who don't want to call, you can also go online and report it, and you just go to texasabusehotline.org, and you can type in the information. So when you do, do, um, when you do call the Child Abuse Hotline or you go online, you are completely anonymous, okay. you know, so you don't have to worry. It's like, oh, my neighbor, I see them over there doing something, and they're going to be mad at me because I reported. So you, you're anonymous. They're not going to tell them where the uh, report came from. Now, when you call the hotline number, you don't have to say your name. Right. You can just give the details. But if you go online, you do have to type in your name. Okay. Okay. But okay. you're still anonymous. And in both cases, you get a control number, yeah. you know, so that it proves that you called. Because... Like I said, we're all mandated reporters here in Texas. Well, since you say that, let's talk about the consequences of not reporting an incident. So let's say somebody is witnessing um, maybe child abuse. They suspect it, right? But they're right. just like, well, that's my sister's kids. And I don't want to say anything because I don't want to get involved. What are some consequences they will face if they find out that this person knew about the child abuse? They can actually be, actually be charged as well. If you're not, um, if you have witnessed child abuse mm -hmm. and you didn't, uh, you didn't report it, they can, you can also be charged. If they find out that you were in the home when the child abuse happened and you witnessed it and didn't do anything, right. you can be put on trial for child abuse just like the person who committed the act. And, you know, like I said, we do do a briefing um, for this for our soldiers mm -hmm. and the family members don't often get a chance to um, go to, to these right. briefings if right. ever. But there was a case some years ago um, where a young soldier, he actually, um, his cousin, his 18 year old cousin had came here to visit for the summer and he was keeping his daughter. Mm -hmm. You know, he was babysitting his, well, you don't babysit your own kids. <laughs> But you, he was in charge of taking care of his daughter. Mm -hmm. And what happened, the daughter, she soiled her diaper. And they were playing video games. And, you know, she disturbed them while they were playing the video games. The soldier, 
he actually he didn't shake her but he did beat her yeah and he put her back in the bed she didn't make a sound for a little while went back um into the room um she was unresponsive at that time then they called the ambulance Mm -hmm. they came and you know they revived the little girl but then on the way to the hospital they pronounced her dead so what happened in that case the soldier of course he was charged and convicted Mm -hmm. his cousin like i said 18 years old staying there with him for the summer guess what he got charged and he didn't do any. Well, and he, he, he witnessed it. He witnessed like, it. Yeah. He, he got charged um, and convicted mm-hmm. because he didn't report it. Right. And this is one of the things that's really important about when you look at child abuse, mm-hmm. family dynamics. Because, you know, if I grow up in a family where, you know what, getting that switch, getting that... <laughs> what is it a chocolate the shoe yeah the shoe the shoe you know a wooden spoon Um, (laughs) other objects that are reachable yeah you know and you're used to that Mm because you grew up with that and you're like oh it was fine I got you know I got spankings I got this yeah but laws change and as the laws change then you know we have to adjust so you may have grown up in a family where that was okay, and now you have your own family, and you think it's okay, right, right? but it's not. And so, you know, even though his cousin, we don't know what their family da- dynamic was. Maybe that was normal, and right. or maybe he didn't want to cause any rift. You know, I was like, oh, you know, it's his daughter. It's mm-hmm. not my business. Yeah, because yeah. you know that happens a lot. It's like, oh, those are your kids. It's not my mm-hmm. business what you're doing with them. But, and people get really mad when you intervene, right? Like that can be an issue too. Exactly. So, that's so hard. You know, it's it, and it is. It's like a slippery slope kind of mm-hmm. thing. So, you know, what do you do? Right. And that's the question that we often get asked is like, what do you do when you when you're witnessing abuse like out in public? Yeah. Do you do you jump in and intervene because then are they going right. to come at me? Mm-hmm. You know, so if you, you know, I don't know, there's commercials that are out there, but like if you see a child and you see that a parent is struggling with that child, you don't have to say anything to the child, but some, I mean, to the parent, but sometimes you can do something to distract the child, like, hey, aren't you so cute, or whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, the worst thing that you can do, though, is look at the parent and be like, really? You gonna let that kid scream right, and right. holler in here? Yeah. Because then that adds that frustration. Mm-hmm. And then that frustration could lead to them, you know, that embarrassment. So, yeah, you know, people just need help sometimes too, right? Like sometimes they just have five kids and this one kid is exhausted and just acting out. Right. And no, like people just stare sometimes and it's like, Hey, like, I swear I'm not going to kidnap your kid, but how can I help? Right. Exactly. Sometimes just asking how, and you know what? It doesn't even have to be five kids because you may have one child that acts like five kids. Right. (laughs) You know, it's like, Oh, five kids is like, yeah. But I feel like that's more of the scenario that you kind of see where it's like just overwhelming and then you know she's by by the he or, or she yeah. is by themselves by the, mm-hmm. and they don't know what to do so you know we yeah. have to be really aware of our reactions mm-hmm. but like i was saying in the state of texas if you are a witness to abuse or you suspect it and you don't report it and they find out that you were there you could actually be charged right and you know and especially when it comes to children we want to err on the side of life because right. you know some people are like oh i shouldn't report because i don't know if you know if it's really happening mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. sometimes you know we need to go with our gut right. our gut feelings to know that it's really you know 
yeah if we suspect it yeah and there's been laws that have been put in place because of you know the severity of child abuse mm -hmm. and like i said we come out well you know our new parent support they can come out there and talk to you you know if you feel like you're on that edge or something like that but we just needed to take the time to do this awareness to let people know yeah. that it's it's something serious so yeah especially because like with the force that I was shaking the baby, it wasn't full frustration. It was just kind of like shake, shake. Yeah, because you were scared. Right. I was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, you know, because I don't want to see all the, like, the lights freak me out. I'm just like, I don't want to hurt this, you know, fake toy. But right. in a real instance, like, it's it's actually not a lot of force. It's not even where somebody gets mad and, like, punches a wall. Like, I can only imagine what happens at that amount of force. Exactly. And, and the thing I want to point out about this baby, too, is the fact that this baby is about the it's it's a uh, life size you know life size mm -hmm. and it's also the same weight as a baby would be right you know so like you said that shake that so imagine if you were really frustrated right. and you picked it up and then in three seconds mm -hmm. you know and, and that's the funny thing well, it's not funny but the thing is when we're doing these trainings out in person and soldiers will want to say oh i want to shake the baby until they get up there and you freak out right it's like <laughs> i don't because they don't realize how real this baby actually right, feels right so you know like i said we took a step back today yeah. you know just to um we want to recognize that it is child abuse awareness and we want to bring awareness to our community but if you're out there and you need assistance, if you're feeling frustrated, remember mm -hmm. we are here to help you. Yes, yes. You know, we are definitely here to help because we don't want to see any any child. No. You know, one child, like I said, one in three that actually dies from um, shaking baby, mm -hmm. that's one too many. Yeah. So we want to make sure that our community is aware of what's going on and that we do have resources you know, whether it be if, if you are in a situation um, where you're stressing out or you're angry or whatever's going yeah. on, what do we have for right. them? You know, yeah, and just call FAP, right? Like, even if you're just like, I'm not sure they can help, just call. Like, don't go there, just call and see what we could do because we're going to provide something. Something right. is going to, there's going to be an answer. So, it, you know, at ACS, it's if we don't know the answer, yeah. We will find the answer. Yes. We will get the answer for you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have our stress management classes. We have our anger management classes. The parenting classes. The parenting classes. Mm -hmm. You know, to to let you know how how do I handle a baby that yeah. that is colicky. And and maybe I have a child like you said that, you know, maybe does require some more attention. Right. And right. they frustrate me or whatever. How do I deal with that child? And yeah. our parenting classes are a great way to um, learn about this, yeah. you know. And then, you know, with our new parent support, being able to check that baby out and, you know, and get our life babies, mm -hmm. check those out. And if you really want to experience, we could put it on hard where that baby is crying constantly, <laughs> yeah. you know. So we just want you, you our, our community to know that we're here for them. Yeah, and, and it's a no judgment zone. I feel like most of us have children, and we know. Like, I have 
just like help me somebody <laughs> like we know how frustrating it can be especially when you're going through it alone and they're just crying and you've done the diaper change done feeding you've done rocking like what do you want right right like it's no judgment it's just, exactly and i think that's important it, yeah. it, there is no judgment so not only is shaking a baby um or a toddler not only is that abusive but as i mentioned earlier you want to make sure that you're not hitting your child with any type of object, you know, yeah. um, and I know there are some people who very much advocate, you know, I need to spank my child. And just so you know, in the state of Texas, or at least here in El Paso, if you are going to um, put your hands on your child, mm -hmm. it's an open palm mm -hmm. to the buttocks through clothing. And yeah. if you leave a mark on that child, it has to be gone in 24 hours. Right. So I do want to mention the one that shocked me the most just because. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> but like when you're in the store and your kid, you could just tell your kid is coming down with a tantrum and you're just like, I'm going to pinch you. You can't pinch. No. <laughs> no. So, yeah, I was just like, what? Like, that's like a, a wake up call. But now. <laughs> You know, we just got to stop be pinching your child, Jasmine. <laughs> I don't yeah. anymore. <laughs> okay, but that is true. Yeah, right. it, I didn't it, know it that. It is. It is. You know, if you're because a pinch leaves a bruise. Well, no, I didn't pinch him that hard, but, but it was just kind of like a like a quick like hang shape up, right? Yeah, you know, we're we're parents. I'm not gonna tell you know what all I did. I've been accused <laughs> of hitting somebody with a wooden spoon, but I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, they so. they made that memory up. I don't mm. know where they got it from, but you know, I know better. We do better when we know better. Right, right. So that's what we're here for. You know, yeah. we've all had our experiences where we may have lost our temper or whatever, mm -hmm. um, but we corrected it. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, just because you were hit with a wooden spoon, don't hit your child with a wooden spoon. Right, right. You know, so. I we, do, you know, I do need the pinching, but I'm not going to do it. But now I say it. I'm like, pinch. <laughs> and they're just like, okay. Conditioning. <laughs> I was like, I need something. It's just like, it's just the, the fact that yeah. I did it before, but you know, so. Right. But, so. but we, that's why it's child abuse awareness, right? To, right. To, to become mm -hmm. aware because a lot of people are like, what? I can't do that to my child. No, you can't. Right. So. And it's not common sense. Like a lot of it is not, but I guess like seeing the effects of like how, cause like what, uh, talking down to them could be child abuse. Yeah. Like, that's considered, that would be emotional neglect. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why in, in the briefings, a lot of times I'll talk to people and I'll tell them, you know, be mindful of the nicknames you give your kids yeah because you know a little fat fat when they're little might be cute but then right. when they're older and you're still in them calling them mm -hmm. fat fat that's emotionally you yeah. know and you said what the lazy right like uh, say, calling your kid lazy uh -huh. okay so I did do that but I was just like you know we all have when you <laughs> don't clean the kitchen correctly it makes me feel like you're being lazy that day I really have to like address like what I say because I just want to be like girl yeah and it, <laughs> you know and, and this comes into some of the other classes that we talk about as well but you know what we speak to our yeah. child is mm -hmm. what they become. Yeah. So if you keep telling your child, you know what, you are lazy, right. you are no good, guess what they're going to grow up to be? I know. Lazy and no good. So, you know, instead of speaking that to your child, mm -hmm. then you want to make sure that you're speaking life into your child. Yeah. And, you know, and I like how you reframe that mm -hmm. to say, you know, that's really lazy of you or whatever, mm -hmm. but not calling them lazy directly. Right. And, you know, and I, this is something... Um, that as my granddaughter was uh, getting older, we came up with, or I should say my son came up with, you know, instead of saying terrible twos, 
you know, because everybody's like, oh, we're going into the terrible twos. Mm-hmm. So you have a terrible two, you're going to have a terrible two. But instead, we reframed it, and it's like it's the terrific twos. Yeah. So now you're going to be a terrific two-year-old, you know, versus yeah. being a terrible two-year-old. Words have meaning. True, that you is You know, true. so in, in especially in young minds, when we speak to them, we want to make sure that we're speaking life into our kids yeah, and and we want them to know that they can do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to speak down to them. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. 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 So like you said, it's all about awareness mm-hmm. and that's what we are here for, you know? So during the month of April, you know, just hug your kids a little tighter, Yeah, you know, so that they know that you love them. Yes. And just remember the twos, they're just curious. Everything is so new. They're just, uh, that's my favorite stage though. Cause they're just like, Oh, what is this? And it's like, I wish I was that excited. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Again, <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's so. let's take you back to your childhood. <laughs> but, yeah. So yeah. So you know, I usually ask um, our guests. I can't ask our guests today. Yeah. But I usually ask our guests what brings them joy. Mm-hmm. And for me, and then I'll turn it over to you. But yeah. for me, is when I did do the briefings and stuff like that. That to see the light bulb come on in somebody's head to say, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that my actions were affecting my child like that. And that just, you know, it'll bring tears to your eyes Mm -hmm. or just to have someone come up to me after, you know, after a briefing and just say, thank you. Mm -hmm. That's just, that just brings me joy. So, yeah. And you know, you haven't been here that long, but what brings you joy, Jasmine? Um, I haven't done like briefings or anything, but I think the learning the like the prevent, like having an answer for somebody that may be going through that situation. And it's like where people are like super rude to their, and I'm like, Hey, like you should think about like what you're actually doing to that child long term, right? And then when you break it down and you, yeah, you kind of see the light bulb and they're just like, I didn't know that. And I was like, yeah, me either, but you know, we're ruining our kids. So <laughs> let's get like, it together. So let's get it together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, you know, it's just so much, you know, that, that we need to do, but we just wanted to take a, t- take a time out, you yeah. know, today and during this month of April to let us, you know, celebrate our children because it is military child, but also be aware that uh, abuse does happen, and we want you to be aware of that child abuse. Yeah. Okay, so Child Abuse Awareness Month, April. Here we are. Yep. All right, and so with that, we're going give it to give it to a close, and then we'll be back on our regular stint on the next podcast. Yeah. All right, so until next time. This is, you're supposed oh, to say this. <laughs> I forgot, because I don't have a guest. This is Tracy. And Jasmine, <laughs> don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the bell. Bye. Bye.